Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Yeah, hey everybody. Hello. Behind the scenes stuff. And welcome back to our show. Yes. Doug. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I was just getting ready to jump right in. Jump right in. That is part five. Part four. Part five. Part five. This is the fifth week in May. Is it not the fifth Sunday in May? Fourth Sunday in May. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think it's five (laughs) weeks. I think it's five. I think it's five weeks in May. It's the fourth Sunday in May. Okay, very well. It's the fourth Sunday, so this is the fourth installment <laughs> of the will to do it. Yes, the will to do it. The will to do it. No matter what day of the week, month, year, how many weeks is it in a month, you still got to have the will to do it, whatever your it is in your marriage. Yes, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to will it. Will, just straight up will. Will yourself. Will yourself. Wow, will yourself. <laughs> yeah, because you can't will somebody else to do something. Everybody has their own will. You, oh, many you, have tried. Many have tried and failed. Yes, all have failed. <laughs> yes, it's it's all about you doing what you do in your part. As I so eloquently stated, I think it was the beginning of this year, or maybe it was the beginning of last this year. year. This year. Do you, boo. That's your saying this year, 2023. Do you, boo. I think it's important that we don't, I don't want to gloss over that, that you cannot will, you can't make someone do something. Long term, no. I mean, you can't make somebody will, you know, when it comes to marriage. That That's not what God wants from us. You may try it and it may work for a while, but long term, I'm going to go out on on a limb, limb, and say, "Sorry, there was something in the background." And say, "It doesn't work." I don't it's know gonna what... bite you in the butt. And you know what I was thinking? I was thinking that's witchcraft. Hmm. Anytime you're trying to manipulate somebody and say, "I could change them" or "I can make them do something," it's not. It's another W word. It's not will. That's witchcraft. It's trying to manipulate someone so that you your agenda is met. And that's not the the context in which we're talking about in this um this topic, the will to do it. Yeah, because it's not healthy and like you said, it's witchcraft and I don't wanna get off topic or off course of what we have. Maybe that's something we'll okay. delve into at another point. I think we're still right on point. Okay. Because when we're talking about the will to do it, we're talking about your individual will and just being careful not to try to cross the line to will somebody else to doing something. Yeah. So before we pray. Before we pray what, dear? Before we pray, I have a, um, a scripture I would like to read. Because I, I can hear people say, you know, we're butting heads and... Um, I'm not sure I want to keep doing this and so on and so forth. 
two becoming one. I don't have that scripture in front of me, but I know in Genesis it talks about two becoming one. That and the becoming is a process. That takes time. That takes effort. That's two uh, histories coming together, two presents coming together, two futures coming together, and trying to make this work. Uh, but something I I looked up uh, when we were uh, earlier when we were talking about this subject. Excuse me. The phrase iron sharpening, sharpening iron. It comes from Proverbs 27 and 17. Uh, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And this is according to uh, churchgist.com. And I'm just going to go down to the bottom. It talks about when two people work together on a problem, whether they're talking through it, whether they're talking through it or using their combined skills to tackle it, they're able to solve things much more easily than they could alone. So you have to pop myself again. I want you to understand that iron and sh- iron sharpening iron, uh, it creates friction, it creates heat, um, but it also makes each blade sharper for whatever it is they are going to do in the future. So the edges become sharper, but the friction creates heat. And sometimes we don't want to, uh, if it's you know if it gets hot, you want to get out the stove sort of thing. Be in heated situations. Yeah, we we don't want to do that. So we just rather walk away. But there are sometimes where it's good for your marriage for the two of you to disagree and to come together with two opposing opinions because you each create you're creating you're helping each other get better. You're helping each other become sharper for whatever it is God has for you to do down the road. So in the meantime, pop myself again, in the meantime. (laughs) You don't have to keep doing that, dear. I do. In the meantime, what was I about to say? In the meantime and in between time. No, in the meantime, just understand that your spouse is making you better. Your wife is making you better. Your husband's making you better, even though you may not see it right now. This is the ironing, the iron, the iron sharpening iron. Wow, try try saying that fast three times. Iron sharpening iron. That takes time. It takes effort, and it's not it's not a fun process. I'm telling you, it's not. I know it's not. But ultimately, you'll benefit from it. And going back to our topic, you have to be willing to deal with heated situations. Um, I'll use myself as an example. I do not like confrontation. I um, I try to be <laughs> a non-confrontational person. And anytime Doug and I have um, a heated topic or a topic that I know I'm going to get some opposition from, I try to avoid it. A lot of times I am not willing to have those discussions, but when I have allowed myself and exposed myself um, or became, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, vulnerable in those situations, I have grown and become a better person from it. Now, in the moment, yes, it doesn't feel good, Mm -hmm. and I think that's the problem with... um, people having challenges in marriages, they want everything to feel good. They, 
everything to go good. But it is eventually, the Bible tells us that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to the purpose. All things. So Mm -hmm. even the difficult times work out for our good. It just may not work out immediately. It's not instantaneous. It's not immediate gratification, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately a lot of people want. We want to have a sitcom, a 30 minutes, and at the end of the 30 minutes, everything is okay. Yeah. And it doesn't work out that way. Oh, I didn't mean to rhyme. It just flowed that way. Um, but it, sure. does, it doesn't work out that way. And so the sharpening process takes a while. Think of uh, if anybody who's a cook or, you know, a chef, when your knives get dull, you use another blunt uh, object. It's another form of uh, iron or the same material mm-hmm. that you run that that knife blade back and forth to sharpen that blade. And um, you don't want your marriage to become dull like a knife that can no longer cut your meat or cut whatever it is that you're trying knife. to cut. Nothing worse than a dull knife. So you don't want to be a dull husband. You don't want to be a dull wife. And that means you're going to have to have some heated discussions and have some heated topics, and you're going to have to be willing to do the work, willing to go through the tough times to get to the good times, willing to endure adversity so that you could really and truly become one. Becoming one process isn't easy. Just to piggyback, when you're talking about cutting, I remember before I knew anything about the different types of knives, when I started learning or eating steaks, I would I had the wrong type of knife, mm-hmm. I, like a butter knife or something like that. You can't cut a steak with a butter knife. You can't do it. You can't do it. That's why it's <laughs> called a butter knife. You can put butter on the steak. You can put the, at the time I was using ketchup, I was just, I didn't know any better. But <laughs> you can smear the ketchup on it, but you can't cut a steak with a butter knife. So I said that to say, when you were talking, when you were talking, God just dropped something in my spirit. The phrase iron sharpeneth, or iron sharpening iron. We're making the assumption that both, it, it, this is to a house, to a house, a husband and a wife, that both utensils are iron. We're making that assumption. And mm-hmm. so if you are not iron, if the person you're married to, and I'm just throwing something out here because God just gave me this revelation. If the person you're, you are married to or engaged may not necessarily be iron at this point, and you are, then you could be literally cutting them instead of making them sharper. Mm. You're hurting them instead of helping them. Because you're at a level or stage where they are not. And so you have to understand that and you have to ask God, how can I um, help my mate? How can I? Because sometimes you think you're helping and I don't want to generalize this, but sometimes you think you're helping, but you're hurting because your spouse isn't at the level or at the point where you are right now. So even though you may be iron and you're like, oh, iron sharpened iron and I'm just going to da-da-da-da, 
come on, you need to be doing this. Yeah. And we need to be in what's exactly. the problem? And yeah. You're you're hurting more than you are helping. And in Proverbs 27 and 15, it says in the Message Bible, a nagging spouse is like the drip, drip, drip of a leaky faucet. You can't turn it off and you can't get away from it. You use steel to sharpen steel and one friend sharpens another. You have to understand where you are, where your spouse is. And if they're not at the point where you coming off, you know, I ain't going to shop or not. If they're not there, then you're hurting them. You are literally cutting your spouse. And guess what? Since you're becoming one, if you're cutting your spouse, ultimately you're cutting yourself. Because you're doing your unit, union a disservice mm-hmm. by, by doing that. You are prola- prolonging, delaying the growth process of becoming one. And I think the sooner you recognize that and the sooner you get a spirit of discernment of where you are and where your spouse is, God is going to help you to handle situations Mm -hmm. a lot better. But you have to be willing to grow and learn and listen and discern Discernment is is something you have to ask God for. God help because sometimes we can't see stuff naturally. We see stuff with our natural eyes and we look at it like, what's wrong with that person? Or what's wrong with my spouse? Or why do they do that? Or how come they don't comprehend me? How come they not on the same page as me? No. Stop, mm-hmm. pause, ask God to discern uh why. It could be a upbringing, a cultural thing, something they experienced. Uh, something, a traumatic experience. You just never know. Yeah. You just need to um, ask God for a spirit of discernment, and God will show you. Ask God to give you wisdom. God say, he who asks for wisdom, God giveth liberally. Ask him for wisdom in your relationship. Yep. Uh, discernment, you talked about that, and one of the things that I thought of when you said that was... Just because a thought comes in your head doesn't mean you have to say it. I got another quote for that. Everything that pops in your head does not need to be said. Now you're just showing off. Nope. I've always, <laughs> I'm not showing off. I'm a poet. Don't you know it? That's something I've always said. And I don't know if I said it. I think the Holy Spirit gave me that revelation years ago. Everything that pops in your head does not need to be said. And that helped me to remember, okay, some things I just need to shit it. <laughs> some things I just need to like, okay, every thought is not a good, it's not a good thought. It's not a profitable thought. I wonder if the Holy Spirit gave you that thought when I was helping you become the wife that you are right now. I was no, taking you through. No, the Holy Spirit gave me that when the Holy Spirit was helping me to be the wife. Uh, I was I was assisting <laughs> in their process. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You was you you was um yeah. God uses people to help us get where we're trying to go, get where he wants us to go. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Are we ready to pray? Pray and yes. close out this this topic, the will to do it? Yes. All right, very well. So as 
It is in our custom, the last episode of the month, unless the Lord tells us otherwise, we still going to pray on the fourth installment or the fifth, depending on how many weeks there are in a given month. But if you can grab your spouse or you can pause this or you can listen now and then grab your spouse and listen later, don't necessarily grab them, but you know, we just want you to get them so that you can touch and agree. All right, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning and blessing us to see another day, God. God is in you. We live and move and have our being. It wasn't an alarm clock that woke us up. Our spouse didn't wake us up. We didn't even wake ourselves up. You woke us up because you have preordained for us to be in this moment and to be here at this time. For that, God, we say thank you. We honor you, God. We bless your holy name, God. God, now we pray in the name of Jesus, first and foremost, that you forgive us of anything we said, thought, or did that did not please you, God. It is our heart's desire and it is our will to come to you with clean hands and a pure heart, God. We want to be fit for the king's use. So, Father, use us for your glory, God. God, and while you're using us, help us to be in your will. Not our will, but your will be done. Our will as a wife, as a a husband, as a mother, as a father, God. Help us, God, to do your perfect will, God, for our marriage, whether it's to be submissive one to another, respecting one another, loving one another, honoring one another, whatever it is, God, if it's to be silent in a moment, God, help us to be in your perfect will, God. God, that's the most and important thing, God, that we not be so consumed with what we want, but that we will walk after what you want for our lives, what you preordain for our lives, what you purpose for our lives. We want to be in your perfect will, God, because God, when it's all said and done, we want to hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. God, we thank you for giving us discernment, giving us clarity of thought, precision of speech, giving us how to walk out this this thing called marriage, God, because we know it's not easy, God. God, but we know if we do it your way because you created it, God, then it will work out for our good, God. Give us the will to sustain and stand and um, endure during difficult seasons. Give us the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom to just overcome any obstacle that tries to come against our marriages, God. We thank you for the strength that we need. We thank you for the willpower, God, to do all that you called us to do, be all you called us to be. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I, Father, I thank you. Uh, The last two months, you've had us talk about never give up, and the will to do it. Someone somewhere across this country, across the world, needed to hear this message, and they needed to hear a repeat of it or regurgitation of it. So we want to thank you that your word goes forward and it accomplished that which it was set out to do. I lift up every husband that's listening to this podcast, that has listened to this podcast. I pray that they go back and listen to the last couple of months so that 
they can be fortified and so that they can be strengthened to continue to go on and do what you called them to do, cover their wives, be the priest of their household, to not give up, to to keep on keeping on, to be the person you called them to be. So we thank you, Father, even though we may not be where we want to be, we thank you we're not where we used to be. We thank you, Father, that you are still working with us. You are uh, giving us word. You're giving us protection. You're giving us covering. So as you cover us, we will cover our spouses. We'll cover our families. I lift up every uh, wife that's listening to this podcast, that has listened to this podcast. We pray that before they uh, throw in the towel, before they give up, that they will come and seek you and ask you for your guidance, ask you what should they do. You, As Renee said earlier, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of you. So we just pray that your wisdom will go forth and that you will touch those that are really want you and want a divine touch and they want guidance. They need direction, Father. I pray for those marriages that need direction. I pray for the single people that have been listening to our podcast. Excuse me. They, I pray that as we have been speaking, what you've given us to say, that they've been able to make uh, better decisions, that they've been given direction, they've been given clarity, that some relationships have uh, gone by the wayside because they realized that the person that they thought they were going to marry was not the person that you wanted them to marry. So I thank you, Father, for just revealing uh, your secrets to them, revealing their hidden desires to them. And so we just give you all the praise, glory, and honor, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.